Hello, my beautiful community here on Instagram. Welcome to and oh, and the podcast listeners. Hello, how you doing? Okay, um, welcome to Queer Christian Conversations. Today, we're talking about the last way to determine if affirming theology is a false doctrine. How do you determine what a false doctrine is? That's what we're talking about today, okay? Um, And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Coach Yema. What I do is I help you heal fear and doubt so you can feel confident in your relationship with God. As a queer believer, hello, Kiki, how are you? Hey, Prince. And podcast listeners, if you're not aware and you're new, what we do, because we are live here on Instagram, we do our little check-in and I let you know about what's going on in my life. I put you in my business a little bit, okay? Because we're family here, right? Um, so let's see, what have I been up to? Number one, the fact that you're even listening to the podcast. Um, I told you all, yes, uh, what was it? Last week that I couldn't figure out a way to get the Instagram live audios to put it on the podcast. I have figured it out. So the last two episodes are up. The podcast is called Queer Christian Conversations. It's on Spotify. It's on um, Apple Podcasts and all the other places podcasts are supposed to be. Uh, We're there. Okay, so let's get into it. And let's see, what was I up to this week? There is a very special wedding happening in the States. And so I'm going to be going back to the United States of America at the end of the month. I might take you all on a journey with me. It's going to be to a state I've never been in the New England area. So I'm super, super excited. I've been um, prepping and getting, hello, Crystal, prepping and getting Molly ready. Molly is my dog um, because she's going to have to go to a hotel, okay, Holiday Inn. (laughs) And so I took her to the doctor office to get like um, her shots because before she can stay, they have to make sure she's all up with her vaccines and stuff. Um, So she got her shots and the doctor was very nice and very fine, okay? So we give it up for the Mexican um, veterinarians out here in the streets. The hotel is super cute. And so she's going to be spending some time there. They're going to do like a spa day for her. Like Molly is getting, they got me with their, with their ad because they said, you're going on vacation, let your dog be on vacation. So there's a big pool. There's a bunch of dogs. So she's going to be having a really good time. Okay. So that is my check-in. How are you all? What are you tuning in from? What is your check-in with me? Hello, Patty. Um, And if you're just joining again today, we're going to be discussing, as the title said, is affirming theology, is it a false doctrine? Last week, I gave you two ways. I told you we had three. So a quick recap on that is the first way. It wasn't, maybe it's not the first way because I don't remember which order I gave it to you in. But number one, if you, if a doctrine or teaching is making you feel like you have to earn anything from God, that is a false doctrine doctrine because when Jesus said on the cross it is finished Jesus meant that it is finished okay so we are not saved by the works of the flesh we have been saved by grace through faith okay if you could do anything more to receive from God Jesus would not have come okay if you still have to work to receive something from God you're missing it I think what is it I could be wrong on this scripture, so just type it into Google if you're looking for it. It might be Romans 8.36, but it says, um, the scripture says, be easy. This is my translation. (laughs) Be easy, children. It is your father's good pleasure 
to give you the kingdom if he didn't save his own son how much more like if he gave you jesus how much more freely freely will he give you all things so for non-affirming theology that is saying to you you need to be celibate and you need to um you need to pray harder you need to do all these things and if you're if you're gay if you're a lesbian you know bisexual trans questioning asexual intersex all of the things then you don't qualify okay you have to actually do more work for you to receive anything from god which stops us from praying which stops us from receiving from God, from just having a conversation with the one that created you. Like the disservice and the injustice is crazy to me, okay? So if you feel like the works of the flesh is gonna earn you more, you're in big, you're in big trouble. And if you're thinking, oh my goodness, I've been sitting in churches for a very long time that's been teaching me I need to work to earn what I can get from God. And it's not even about affirming or not affirming. You're definitely sitting under false doctrine, okay? There's a mixture with the law because that's what the law was, right? The law was if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad, right? And we're not under law anymore. We're under grace, okay? So you receive freely from God. How do you receive from God? You need to know who God is. Okay, the peace that we have, right, because we're healing fear and doubt, the peace, the freedom that you have isn't by your doing. Okay, you don't earn that. It is by your knowing. The peace that you receive, the way that you get rid of doubt, okay, the way that you get rid of fear isn't through doing. Okay, it's in knowing. Knowing what? Knowing who God is, okay? And if you have questions, put it down in the comments for me, okay? Another thing um that we talked about last time so works of the flesh and this ties in together if you feel burdened right if there is a burden that you feel that you need to again work but if it feels heavy right like if being a christian being a believer feels like a burden okay if jesus said in matthew eleven twenty eight right that my burden is easy my like my yoke is light and my burden is easy what that meant in that scripture is that jesus is the one who's carrying it for you so if there's someone who's putting a weight on you right that's making you feel um again with the works but just making you feel that it's it takes more than jesus that you have to add something onto it. That's a problem, okay? Listen to the last episode to get more in details because I'm sure I'm skipping over a few things here. Last thing is that if, um, so those are the first two, go listen to the last episode because it was so good, okay? The last thing that lets you know if it's a false doctrine, if it puts you in a place of lack, okay? Because God is a God of abundance and extravagance, right? Look at the, the story of the Garden of Eden. Forget the Garden of Eden. Look at the world around you. Look at the blades of grass. Look at the trees around you. It's easy for me to say that because I'm in Mexico, okay? But look at the trees around you. Look at, um, even if you look at a corn, that one kernel of that produces how much more corn, right? God is a God of abundance and a God of freedom. So lack, restriction, um, and not restriction in the sense of not having any, uh, what do I want to say? Not control, 
but not having standards and not having ways that you handle your life that is not loosey-goosey right restriction in the sense of if it's making if the doctrine you're sitting under is actually making you feel less in any form or fashion it is not the true gospel of God. It is not the true gospel of Jesus because Jesus came to show you the extravagance of God, the abundance of God. Look at the, the two fish and the loaves, right? The abundance of God. Look how many people were healed when they were in the presence of Jesus, all of them. Jesus, God doesn't have a few things for a few people and less for other people. It is all abundantly given. So if a relationship is something you does desire, right? People making you feel like that's something that you can't have, that there's a lack, that God is not going to extend that blessing to you, that is still a spirit of lack, okay? That is still a spirit of not having enough or not being enough. If you are sitting under teaching that's making you feel like you're not good enough and that you're just simply not enough, that is a false doctrine because love is extravagant. Love is giving. Love is more. For God so loved the world that he gave, right? It is always about abundance. So if the, if the teaching is taking away from you, okay, so the lack of not feeling good enough, like not having access to things, not having access to God, right? Being on the outside, but also if the teaching is taking away from you, if it's taking peace away from you, if it's taking joy away from you, there is a way to know when you are hearing truth. If you've been following or listening to me for a while, you know I've, I've taught you that peace um, is evidence of hearing truth but specifically freedom okay freedom is evidence of hearing truth what does the scripture say i think this is john um 8 32 to 36 right jesus says that you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free but what the, what does freedom feel like freedom feels extravagant right freedom doesn't feel like lack freedom feels expansive in your emotion when you hear truth you breathe a little deeper right because most of the time we're breathing right here up in our chest area and it's tight and it's shallow when you hear truth there is a release right because all of that tightness is us trying to control is us being in in fight or flight mode it's fear right all that shallow breathing because we don't know what's coming but when you hear truth Right, and you may be experiencing that now as you're listening. When you hear truth, it's expansive. You can you can breathe. Okay, I'm gonna take some time for me now to breathe and feel that because I'm sensing that truth, right? So if you're under teaching that is stealing from you, who is the thief? John 10. Who is the the thief in this in that story? John 10, 10, right? The thief comes only to steal to kill and to destroy. So if I'm sitting under teaching, this is very important. I feel like it's it's probably the most important one, which I'm so happy that we got an extra episode to talk about it. If the if the teaching you're listening to is making you feel less peace than you had when you walked in there, if it's making you feel less joy, if it's making you feel less goodness and gentleness, right? 
and less self-control because that's part of the fruit of the spirit if it's making you feel any of those things and you may be thinking well self-control isn't that what the non-affirming theology is teaching us that we should have more control right here's the thing you may be thinking that yeah uh non-affirming theology is teaching me to have more self-control that's not true because what is actually telling you it's telling you that uh, you don't have any control. Non-affirming theology is saying that you are crazed, that there is, you have a, this uncontrollable sexual desire for the same gender, okay? They're, they're gonna say same sex. It's gonna say that it's uncontrollable and you have no control and so you have to force yourself to put yourself under control, to put your flesh under control and that is just not the truth, right? Here's what I'm saying. If you're sitting under teaching that's making you feel a lack of self-control, that you are just a being that has no ability to control your desires, that is non-affirming theology. Because love, walking in love, which has the, the and you've heard me say this before in Galatians 5.22, right? Love, um, there's only one fruit of the spirit and that's love, but it manifests itself in joy, in peace, in gentleness. And the last one, it says self-control. So being mature in love means that you have control, right? And control in the sense of, yes, I may be attracted to the opposite gender, right? But I'm not trying to have sex with everybody. I don't need to control that part of me because that's not a part of me, right? I don't need to, um, <laughs> what's another way that we can, we can think through that, right? Um, I don't need to walk around being um, extra vigilant, right? Because that spirit of vigilance is, is someone, it's a, it's a fruit of a teaching that's saying you have no control right and so i don't need to be walking around like watching my thoughts all the time because oh my gosh i'm 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 out of control right something something's wrong with me i'm out of control i need to control this no what's the opposite of that what's the truth of who you really are that you are made in the image of god and you are love you are made in the image of love you are a reflection you are the mirror of love and so if i'm walking in love right i don't need to control an insane sexual lust for other people because my first response when I'm with them is loving, right? It's it's seeing them as a whole individual. It's seeing them as a reflection, okay, as an image of God before me. And so I don't have an insane lust to control. If I'm looking at people, this is good. Come on, Holy Spirit, yes. Okay, are y'all receiving this? This is powerful. Okay, podcast listeners, wherever you are, okay, in your kitchen, in your car, is this, is this hitting you how it's hitting me? If I'm walking in love, I have self-control. So a non-affirming theology tells me that I have no control, that I'm out of control, that that's something I need to keep a watchful eye on. But if I'm walking in love and the people before me, I see them as the image of God before me as well as a reflection of God. Even if it turns out later on that there is a romantic aspect to our relationship, it's first going to start in that space of, of a whole complete respect of that in an honor, really, and in awe that this person before me is also a reflection of God right how else how would you approach people differently if that's how you saw them if we saw other people as a reflection of god it's it's not we don't need to control lust 
which is what non-affirming theology is teaching us, that our lust is uncontrollable. We don't need to control that, okay? Hello, everybody, okay? We don't need to control that. And so what I'm saying to you is the very last way to tell if you are listening to a false doctrine, because affirming theology is not a false doctrine, okay? Obviously, because you're on this page with me. But I want to help you identify when you are listening to a false doctrine. If there is a doctrine that is teaching you that you have a lack in any area, and when you leave that teaching, you have a lack of joy, you have a lack of peace, lack of peace, you have a lack of feeling or being gentle, goodness, faithful, and mainly self-control because non-affirming theology teaches us that as queer people, they want to teach us, we're not receiving it, okay? But they want to teach us that as queer people, we have uncontrollable lust for basically like everybody. It's like we're the, like these sex crazed people running around and we can't control ourselves, da, 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 right? It's telling me that I have a lack of self-control. That is a lie because I am made in the reflection and in the image of God. Okay, my first identity is love and love, one of the fruits of love is self-control and I don't need to work on when, this is very important, in Galatians 5, okay, I hope you all study this, Paul lists out before chapter, before verse 22, in chapter 5, he lists out the works of the flesh, right, and so the works of the flesh is something that you have to work on, right? The first two things we talked about. And then Paul talks about the fruit of the spirit. But what is what is a fruit? Fruit is something that naturally occurs. Fruit is something that is a part of whatever your DNA is. Okay, you have God's DNA. A lemon tree has a DNA of a lemon, right? And you you know, this is a, a lot of this teaching is a reminder. We are not, you don't walk by a lemon tree a banana tree, an orange tree, and you see that tree strain. And I keep looking outside because there's butterflies and all these amazing things um, in front of me right now. Podcast people, you can't see it. Uh, but it's just absolutely beautiful. And it just ties in with this, this teaching today. But you don't walk by fruit trees and hear them straining to produce a fruit. It naturally just pops out, right? It naturally is occurring on the tree because the root and the DNA of that tree is of a lemon, of a banana, right? It's a naturally occurring thing. So your root, right, John 15, you and Jesus, Jesus is your root system, right? You're implanted in Jesus. You are a brick, come on, Holy Spirit. Mm. This teaching is so good, okay? Jesus is your root system, all right? And you are a branch of Jesus. And so love is a naturally occurring fruit on your branch, which part of that love fruit is self-control. So if non-affirming theology is telling you that you can't control yourself, they're telling you a false teaching that you are not created in the image of God, okay? And if all of what I'm teaching you right now, what you're hearing, you're like, oh man, this makes so much sense, um, but I don't know how to get there. If you are ready, okay, to heal fear and doubt so that you can feel confident in your relationship with God, so that you can get to that place of really experiencing true freedom, so that you're able to live your life to its 
fullest expression, okay? No longer being restricted and, and tied down and feeling you have to stay in the corner to work out to get God to love you. If you are in that space where you're like, you know what, I'm over, I'm ready. As you're listening to this, the podcast people, in the description, there is a link, okay? Let's get on a call together. And people who are watching this, the replay on here on, on Instagram, send me a DM, okay? Let's talk about it. Let's get you a plan, all right, to see, number one, how ready are you? Because some people can say they're ready, but they're still comfortable in the pain and they're not ready yet to, to keep it, like to push and do the work. If you're not ready to do the work, don't even bother. Like say hi to me and I will love it because I love y'all. But if you're ready to do the work, that is why I'm here, okay? Send me a DM, let's start working on it. And we are at the end of our time today. I know I came on a little late. I was running, I was running a little late, um, Instagram people, okay? Um, Molly could not sleep through the night last night for whatever reason, and so she had me up. Um, and so I was, I came, I think, like seven to eight minutes later than I normally am, but we will be back by the grace of God on Friday, because I know I missed our last queer Christian hangout. Um, hello, Sam. So for the people who are on the podcast, um, I'm not uploading the Friday Queer Christian Hangouts on the podcast. So please follow me on Instagram at Kojima. Let's have a conversation. But this topic is over. So it's two parts. Part one is already uploaded. I will be uploading this to the podcast as well. Um, Sam, please send me a DM and tell me how you're doing, okay? And um, that's it. I'm going to go. I have a couple of coaching um, clients uh, today. So I'm going to go get ready for that. But I love you all. And I will see you on the flip side. Okay. Bye.